Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Marvel Movie Talk, which this week is known as Marvel's Movie Talk. We will indeed be having our first live episode to get your thoughts and reactions to the latest Marvel cinematic work, the Marvels. And uh, we have a, uh, a flashy new graphic, courtesy of Eric Connor, the Marvel's Movie Talk with uh, Goose right there at the top. We'll, we'll see it again in a little bit. But before we do that, we should introduce the panel. I'm Christian Blatt. Over there, making her triumphant return, Katie Hampton. Katie, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for the strikes being over. Yay! <laughs> exactly. Well, I did what I could. You know, I yep. uh, I, I, I did hatch a theory that, uh, that Bob Iger basically insisted the strike end when it did so that Brie Larson could do press for the Marvels because it was like <laughs> Wednesday after, you know, in the evening uh, last week. Uh, and of course, I've already given him credit, but uh, when you make a nice graphic for us, you get uh, intro at least twice. The Marvelous Mr. Connor, Count Eric Connor. Thank you, sir, for being here. Hello, hello. Good to see uh, most of you again. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was directed. That's very rude to our friend I... David Brody, uh, America's favorite growing Brooklyn boy. Well, favorite. I, I had that in my head, and then the words didn't come out in the right order. But you're becoming America's favorite Brooklyn boy. I don't know. I don't know who has the. Uh, it's Jay Z still, but uh, you're gaining on him, I guess. Yeah, I'm from uh, the other part of Brooklyn, so it's a favorite part of Southern Brooklyn guy. Okay, well that's good. I think that's yeah. that's the the important thing, and we do have uh, a lot of exciting thoughts and opinions. So much to share about. The Marvels, but before we get there, uh, there have been uh, not one but two uh trailers that have uh, been dropped today, and we want to talk a little bit about it. Uh, we, we'll start with the good one, uh, we'll talk about uh, what if season two, which uh, they've kind of been teasing that it would come out at Christmas time, they've been talking about when we would get it, they let us know that we would be getting it. But uh, until today, the uh, details were more than a little scarce. And uh, I, for one, did not appreciate that. But uh, longtime viewers of our show know that I liked every episode of season one, except for the one episode that I absolutely hated and is one of my least favorite 30 minutes of, uh, of MCU canon entertainment we've ever had. But other than that, uh, it was a pretty good show. Uh, visually, I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to another season of it. 
And uh, I, I hope all of you are too. I know a few of you in the chat uh, reached out to me to make sure that I knew. And don't worry. Oh, I knew all right. And um, the way that we usually do this with trailers is that I play them, but I don't play the audio because, uh, well, I don't want to get flagged. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But uh, so our visual audience, you're going to get to see at least some of the images of this. The most interesting thing about it, we have the premiere date. The premiere date is December 22nd. It is a nine episode event, which is uh, it sounds a little silly when you say it out loud. There's nine episodes of season two of What If, and uh, at, at least appropriately for the season, uh, there'll be a doled out advent calendar style. You get to open a new one each night, uh, but it's uh, well past Christmas. But uh, so starting on the 22nd and uh, all the way till New Year's, you'll uh, get a uh, an episode of What If. And I think it's it's interesting because. Honestly, I find uh, binge style viewing to be daunting. You know, we were talking in our uh, one of our most recent episodes about how all five episodes of Echo are going to drop on the same day. I think it's January 10th. And uh, if they were going to do like one a day uh, over like a, a five day span, I think I'd be a little bit happier. But uh, I want to ask each of you uh, what you think and what we're what you think about what we're seeing I'll ask you first, Katie, your thoughts on uh, what we will get with a, a new season of What If on December 22nd. Yeah, uh, I I did not realize that this had dropped and I came in and Christian played it for me with the sound on. So that's what happens when you're early. Yeah, <laughs> you get sound. Um, and I was very intrigued, especially because you hear a young Hank Pym right at the top. And yeah. I was like, "Ooh, OK, so we're going back in time a little bit, at least on some of the storylines or in some of the universes. And then I'm wondering if, you know, the consequences of Loki's season two is leeching into some of this as you see um uh the narrator uh, i forget the like the, the watcher uh, jeffrey wright provides the voice of the watcher yeah excellent i'm so glad he's back for this um this little tag at the end feels like uh -huh. got, uh, darcy darcy on the phone with happy uh for a uh what, what appears to be a very special uh christmas episode so yeah. I'm going to guess that's episode three. See how uh, quickly I'm able to uh, do the math there and uh, figure <laughs> that out, you know, for all of us. It makes uh, sense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I it's interesting because, you know, we're going into the streaming model, the nine episodes instead of like a full like 10 or yeah. like a season arc or whatever. But well, um, well, one of them was supposed to be for last season and they couldn't finish it in time. So they just skipped it, even though the season one finale references the events of that episode. That's the one with Gamora. But yeah, uh, that, that's wild. part of the reason why, I would assume. But uh, uh, David, I don't know that you and I have spoken much about what if. Uh, what were your thoughts on the first season and uh, what are you thinking about what you're seeing here for season two? Uh, I enjoyed uh, four of the episodes, I think, from first season. Um, I didn't see the trailer for season two. So I'm wondering, is there an episode called what if secret invasion was good? Well, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think anybody has that kind of imagination. David. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of us can, you know, that would be like, what if there was never any war? You know what I mean? You just can't right. imagine. It's too broad of a concept, but okay. uh, well, it is visually. Yeah. Yeah. Visually it's, it's stunning. Uh, it, it looks like uh, they've uh, outdone season one, as far as the animation. Um, so I'm excited about it, uh, probably more so than I was excited about the animated series for season one, because normally I'm not an, I'm not as excited about animation as, as, uh, real life. 
you know? So yeah. now that I've seen season one and I enjoyed it, I'm, I'm excited for season two for sure. Well, Eric Connor, as somebody with some truly interesting Heckle and Jekyll fanfic, I know you're a huge animation fan, and uh, boy, the uh, the things you embrace in some of these characters. Uh, are you excited for another animated uh, go-round with uh, What If? I believe you muted yourself, Eric. I did, I did. Usually I, didn't want you to hear my usually I mute you because I don't want to hear what you have to say, but uh, this is one of those times where we actually do want to hear yeah. you. Yeah. No, I'm feeling the love. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> and now that now I was going to refer to my Chip and Dale fan fiction, but now it's old. Now nah, uh, nah, that nah, moment nah, is that, passed. Uh, that, that moment has definitely passed. It's yeah, definitely absolutely. gone. Uh, yeah. Um, What if was... was it was like every single episode, it was kind of like, I don't know, like the Buffalo Bills of this season. Like, <laughs> it's almost irrelevant what they did the previous week, you know, in terms of quality. And and I think what like, if Josh some... Allen could complete a pass? Yeah, I see what you're saying. To, to his own team. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Great point. Great point. What if I started any other receiver, you know, like an important what if uh, as well? Uh I, my buddy I, Carl is watching this right now, but go ahead. Oh, yes. Uh, I think he still has tears in his glasses. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah I, I enjoyed What If more than I didn't. I, I I particularly did like that one episode that caused Christian a, a, a Michael Shirley level of rage. Uh, Which episode it, is this? I'm so curious. It was so terrible. It was like somebody going around killing everyone. It was... Uh, I, I it was number three that much I remember because uh, I I've yeah it's it's very hit or miss I end up on the list for getting uh, advanced screeners sometimes and then not other times this was one I did and I'm like oh I really like the first two and then I hated the third one so much that uh, I was worried <laughs> oh, <laughs> before no. we got to oh. the rest. What if the but, world lost its mightiest heroes? That's it. Thank yeah. you, thank you, David. I was uh, and of course, I, I was waiting. Favorite, I was. What? Yeah, go ahead. No, what so if what Michael if, well, you have to actually Loki. you have to actually speak what it is, Eric. What if Michael Shirley liked Loki? I, I think would be well, the one that again. everyone, uh, you know, would be. Then the world is truly upside down. Uh, but yeah, but that one, right? It was uh, it turned out Ant Man was killing every. Well, original yeah. Ant Man was killing yeah, everyone. So Hank Pym was going around and killing everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> for, no, yeah, no, for, no, 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 for a Savior. really bad half hour. Yeah, yeah. I saved everybody from that. Yeah. yeah. No, you'll thank us all. I promise. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm. Happy uh, by the way, let me back. just. Uh, I, yeah. I would let me just interject. Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention to the chat. Uh, Ivan Soto, good job uh, remembering what it was before we got to it. Yes, evil Hank Pym killing everyone was the episode. So I appreciate uh, Ivan remembering my yeah. hatred so much. Yeah. That, looks like he, we might get a different version of. Hank Pym, hopefully not the evil one, but it doesn't seem no. like it. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I hope it. You know, uh, Jeffrey Wright says in the trailer that uh, he doesn't do sequels, but uh, if there was ever a story that did not need to be uh, carried <laughs> through, it's it's that one. You know, but uh, even the watcher anyway. didn't watch it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> ah! Ooh, nailed it. Uh, I, I I do want to let you. Uh, I do want to let you uh, finish your thought, uh, Eric. Sorry, I was getting carried away there for a moment. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I I. I I enjoyed what if as you know when when it originally was published as a comic. I always look yeah. forward to seeing what they came up with, and I, I, you know the relationship to the rest of MCU is kind of tenuous. Like they could take what they want from it, I suppose. And at this point, that seems to be their motto anyway. Is kind of like, oh, let's see what worked in the buffet or the salad bar, and we'll just grab a piece of that, and maybe put it in something else. 
so I, I don't look at this as much of a hallmark of what where the MCU is going. But I, yeah. I love the idea of one episode a day, even if it's after Hanukkah, you know, during Christmas time. But decidedly, you notice it's after Hanukkah. I don't want to make any claims, but it does feel pointed. Uh, you need eight, so, eight episodes. That eight episodes, right? And it's nine episodes, so it's it's a wow. real miracle we get nine, not just eight, but yeah. one uh, for the shamash. <laughs> honestly, there could there there ought to have been a Ben Grimm centric uh, Hanukkah episode, and I think a that's very a, special that's a missed opportunity. That's a missed opportunity. Ben Grimm and and Kitty Pride and. Okay, I think I've run out of uh, the, <laughs> the the Jewish Moon superheroes Knight. I can Moon think. Of. What about Moon Knight? Absolutely, Mister Fantastic Morgan. A, a very Moon Knight Hanukkah would be uh, quite the show, uh, you know. And we had the Guardians Christmas special last year. Maybe next year we'll get a we'll get a Moon Knight uh, Hanukkah special. And uh, yeah, Katie, Katie's got her fingers crossed. A Han Solo uh, Hanukkah special would be good. Well, moon mean, nights of Hanukkah, eight moon nights, right? It, it lends Ooh, itself eight, eight crazy, eight crazy, uh, eight crazy moon, moon nights. nights. I, okay, I mean, I, I, I think night. I think Eric, you got to start writing this stuff down uh, and uh, <laughs> crumpling up and throwing it out. No, I think uh, I love these ideas. Um, one of the things that uh, also was uh, released, and it was interesting because the trailer itself just says coming soon. And uh, I do want to let people know that uh, the Sony publicity email does say that Madam Web is scheduled to be released on Valentine's Day. Uh, so uh, to uh, borrow a phrase from uh, Norm MacDonald, uh, happy Valentine's Day, honey. Hope you <laughs> like crap because uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's excited. Like I'm way more excited for Craven than I am for Madam Web. And I will, of course, see it because I see everything. Sure. <laughs> I'm the watcher. I see everything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's it's so loosely tethered to the, the Spider-Man universe. And Madam Web is not a character that I'm particularly uh, excited about getting on the big screen, nor have I ever uh, been that excited about Madam Web. But, uh, you know, I mean, Dakota Johnson's fine thing she's been in. Uh, Sydney Sweeney's in this as well, I believe, is uh, Julia Carpenter, who is one of multiple Spider-Women. But um, whether any of you have seen this or not, uh, as we're seeing these images for Madam Web, where I mean, Adam Scott's in it, and I do like him. But, uh, you know, I, do, I don't know that Adam Scott has ever in his career opened a movie that uh, people are like, well, we're going to go see it because Adam Scott's in it. I love him. Great. Unless it's a comedy, unless it's a comedy. That's like fair. A, a comedy, I could see. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And like that, that makes wait, wait, sense to me. I was a little like, wait, what? Adam Scott's in this? What is this? Yeah. Right, well, exactly. three quarters of us at least were happy for one second when it showed the guy with the Mets hat. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> there like, he is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, we, uh, <laughs> oh, right, right. He's I'll, there twice. Yeah, so oh, yeah, he, he got like uh, he he got he got more uh, screen time in October than the Mets did. But in any case, <laughs> oh. I uh, thought, what facts are facts? Doesn't um, mean I want to hear them. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> yeah, so it says in the trailer, it says next year, but uh, it is uh, Valentine's Day. What uh, what are you thinking as you see this, Katie? I'll ask you first again. Uh, I I saw this pop up in uh, of all places the Geekscape Forever page on Facebook yeah. and I which by the way everyone should uh, subscribe to and like and follow or however you do things on Facebook yeah yeah um 
Madam Web, Miss Web, what's your Madam name? Web. Yeah, Madam yeah. Web. Not and, and if you're feeling, with. you could call her Madame Web. Madame Web. Um, <laughs> Madame. This was definitely not expected. Um, I, I'm no. not familiar no. with this character by any sense of the imagination. I'm also not familiar with this villain, uh, who seems to be sort of like a dark Spidey or some kind of alternate character Ezekiel. Yeah, I um. Okay. I'm so disinterested that I haven't Googled him yet. So uh, <laughs> Daniel Drew in the chat, you're, you're basically my Google uh, Ivan Soto as well. Ivan Soto is, is, is more like Bing, you know, they're one and two though. They're both my search engines. Uh, Daniel Drew's your guys... Google and Ivan's your, your Bing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's I'd fair. like to be your ask Jeeves if you don't mind. <laughs> and I want to be your well, site. And I'll be your dog pile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Metacrawler. We'll definitely uh we'll definitely isolate that clip. Uh but uh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not very exciting. <laughs> and with that, Katie was no more on the broadcast. Welcome, welcome back to the show, Katie. It's been a while. <laughs> um, in any case, hey, Sag, you uh, mind going as, back on strike, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> as I mean, as there are some things that, about AI. <laughs> as you see that, uh Eric. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts? What does it do for any expectations for uh, what Madam Web might be uh, to you and the Connor household? Well, it's ironic you bring up the Connor household because I did show this uh, to Lauren, and and mostly because she happy heard anniversary, me. happy welcome happy, to happy Valentine's Day. I hope you like marriage. Yeah, exactly. Twenty hope years like of crap. marriage. This is what you get. Yep. <laughs> You are the Madam Web of my heart. Uh, That's this, all right because your your yeah. first date was to see a trailer for Meet Joe Black. So you know, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Because we wanted to be alone. Um, yeah. yeah so, exactly. Madam Web, I don't. I, same with Katie. Like, I, I don't really know her. I know it, roughly what she looks like. So that woman on the subway, I guess, is a reference to the Madam Web of the comics, but. You know, the thing that, unfortunately, watching the trailer this way, that you find people listening to my voice right now don't get is the voiceover of this trailer, which is god-awful. Um, Dakota Johnson can be a really solid actor. If you saw The Lost Daughter, she's she's great in it. But She's one of the three most talented actors in her family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> including <laughs> Cheech, Uncle Cheech Marine as well, um, Mar Marin, you know, but she, Marin. <laughs> yeah, she, everything sounds like she just got handed the script like a second before recording it. There's a I'm line in there. I'm wondering if that was the case, honestly. Yeah. This that would like make a, sense. A yeah. This does yeah. feel like a rush release. Like it's not something I have heard through the grapevine. This is not something that I was like expecting. And also it's oh, a Sony well. project. So yeah, I mean, I this is uh, this is basically our consolation prize for not getting Craven in 2024, you know, and uh, it would have thunk uh, this is not even the worst thing that happened to the Mets this season either. So oh, the, Mets, no, I, the Mets have suffered so much more than this. Film. You keep talking about them. I'm going to take this guy off the screen. I, no, I you're didn't. not. You leave him there. You leave That's him true. there. I'm happy for this actor. He's getting a lot of screen time right yeah. now. Oh, no, no. We're going to interview him. He's going to be my new banker. Um, he, he'll be the All guy. Right. I, I will find out who he is and uh, see if he's yes. doing press uh, in time for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. Uh, By the way, uh, before you finish your thoughts, we, uh, we are going to talk about the Marvels momentarily. It's just we happen to have two trailers drop uh, today. 
So I wanted to talk about them for a moment, uh, but uh, we're about to talk about the Marvels. Uh, no pressure, Eric. Finish your thought. <laughs> with that, with, with that, the defense rests. <laughs> oh well, I still have to ask Mr. Brody what he thinks. Uh, uh, you're, you're I agree on the. I agree on the voiceover. Dakota Johnson should be a silent film actress. Oh, she's she's she seems to be like one of those people that when sound came into the talkies, uh, their careers were over. She's one of those people. <laughs> she, she should just be like. Don't an call an, any like, punches, David. No, she should be like maybe like a Marcel Marceau film with white face and just pulling on a rope. She's attractive and all, and she's great naked in movies because she's willing to do it. Although now we have Jennifer Lawrence naked. We really don't need her anymore. This is the 21st century. Uh, I was uh, alone on the street. Talent, you know. And then I was uh, in a movie uh, called right, Madam well, Web. Well, you, you've you've uh, pushed me to play a few seconds of it. Right. The actual trailer. So here she is. Hey, come on. That's not Get your stuff. It's just Let's go. talking. You got about 10 more seconds. And, and I keep talking because uh, I feel like it helps not get picked up on anything that looks for you playing the trailer. Of course, I'm starts in about five seconds. Okay. Can I see uh, oh, yeah. no doubt right, spider web? Let's listen to her. Let's try that again. Yeah, let's try it again. <laughs> A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Gadget! Until one moment changed everything and that's basically how we're all going to feel when we see the movie we're going to feel like we just went off the bridge in that car uh, I love the way I she... st- go, ahead, go ahead go ahead no no you for a second i, I was gonna say sometimes i want ai to win <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. all right settle down all right you've, you've gone too far sir i say good day um <laughs> And uh, by the way, just a, a couple of uh, <laughs> the the answers that I wanted in the chat. Daniel Drew, the villain in the trailer is a character from the comics that told Peter about the spider totems and how all the spider people were destined to be spider people. And Ivan adds Ezekiel Sims introduced the totem, the totems, but uh, every spider wasn't accidentally bitten by their spiders, but predestined to become spider people. So it is that character. Um but uh, they have uh, figured out a way to uh, make me not excited for it. So, um, well, I know I know what I'll be doing on uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, apologizing for my wife. Uh, well, apologizing <laughs> to my wife for making for, her for see. my wife. Well, yeah, yeah in, in some ways. You know, to the movie, you'll be just talking to the yeah. screen. Oh, no, I'm the just te- I'm texting Heather right now. And and the lead is Cassandra Webb, as uh, Daniel points out. Uh, that's normally the old woman in the comics. I think the choice of uh, you know basically making the character younger, I think, is uh, at least one uh, appropriate move that they made. And the uh, the other character is Julia Carpenter, who, as I mentioned. Uh, she was the black-suited Spider-Man from the original Secret Wars who had the costume that was basically the same as Spider-Man's black costume, but uh, her brown hair was flowing throughout it. She was a West Coast Avenger at one point. I got nothing else beyond that. But in any case, uh, so uh, we uh, we will let you know when uh, we'll be well, – we're going to do a single episode wrap-up of What If in the new year, but uh, we'll let you know when that's going to happen. And then When's the Madam okay. Web breakdown? Uh, it, uh, we have a date February, for that yet? February, February 15th. 15th. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the 15th. And, I, and I do 
I want to put out something for Ivan Scott, who asked the question, has Adam Scott done anything dramatic? Yes. Go watch Severance. It's absolutely Severance was boring. phenomenal. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was he, a, that was, he a, is brilliant he, in it. He's, he's a very good actor. I feel like he hasn't been granted very good roles in like more established things. Um, but he's a very good actor. Yes. I do. I do agree. He's a uh, he's a very good actor. Uh, I like I thought the the, the first time I, I it's not the first time I saw him, but the first time where I feel like I appreciated him was when they added him to uh, Parks and Rec. No, yeah. uh, I, I would also say, by the way, he was in the movie Torque and okay. he, his one role is so good. It's almost like he's in his own movie that no one else is in. And and that to me was the moment I realized how brilliant Adam Scott was that he could come out of that movie looking good. And no did one you else say did. Twerk? Twerk. 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 Twerk is a, a, the movie I'm making uh, every night oh, down yeah, in West nice. Hollywood. You just have to uh, say the secret <laughs> word. Is it? Are you shooting it down in a basement somewhere or <laughs> wells, alleys? <laughs> now, are you dog pile? Or was that a role already taken in this particular film? <laughs> That was me. Uh, and and <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the way, uh, Kemi Egan makes an excellent point. Uh, I need to get back to Severance. It's so slow moving and I couldn't get oh, into it. My wife can. and I had a similar issue. It took us a little while. Uh, we made the mistake of uh, we would watch it uh, after we put the kids to bed and we were already exhausted. And so it was not the right show, at least not the initial couple of episodes. But uh, I... once we gave ourselves the appropriate time to watch it, I thought it was. You'll uh, love fun. it. Dude, yeah. literally, I will. I will do like a full in-depth breakdown of that show. That show is so great. Well, I'll so tell you good. what. It, it, whenever they get around to actually filming that second season, maybe we uh, we can do it. <laughs> They've already shot it. it. David, oh, well, there you go. David, I felt like you were going to say something. Yeah. What happens if you watch Severance at work and then go home and don't remember you watched it? Question. What if you work from home? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so many questions and with that uh, that's the end of our show no 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 so with uh, 29 minutes of preamble actually 25 minutes of preamble now that I look at that uh, it is time for what you all came here for that's right Marvel's movie talk continuing our conversation about the Marvels of course I'm Christian Blatt that's Katie Hampton Eric Connor, David Brody, we're all here talking about the Marvels. Anybody in the chat who shared some thoughts about the movie, go ahead and cut and paste them and put them in now because uh, I know there's been a lot of minutes since you would have posted them. But uh, I uh, I was lucky enough to go to an advanced screening and even luckier that I got to bring our friend Jeff Williams. Uh, and he and I did a first reaction episode, which uh, you can find wherever you find this show. But uh, I uh, want to find out what everybody else thinks about the, sh the movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I have uh, since seen it a second time. I brought my eight-year-old and my six-year-old. The six-year-old, uh, my daughter Lucy, loves Ms. Marvel, the character uh, from the animated series, Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Uh, she's one of the end friends, not to be confused with Garfield and friends, although that's a team up. I'd love to see the U.S. Acres gang with the uh, Spidey and his amazing friends. But uh, and she uh, loved her some goose and friends. And uh, I think it played well with kids. But uh, I want to get everybody else's thoughts. So let me start with you, Katie. Overall, big picture thoughts on the Marvels. 
this was fucking fun. This was finally fun. It felt like, okay, post-Endgame, we're finally having a team-up movie that's not just dredging through, you know, the effects of Kang, which we will get into. We will have all those effects. But this was just pure fun. And I loved the Miss Marvel show on... um on Disney Plus. I thought that was a fantastic introduction to her whole MCU universe. And she is such a bright light in this movie. And then also, of course, we've got, we're not calling her Photon yet. Uh, no, no. No. Okay. <laughs> she's just, she's just Captain Rambo, apparently. Captain yeah. Rambo. Yeah. Which, which works, totally works. Yeah. Um, I was kind, I was kind of hoping that we would get some sort of a tag name for her at the end, but we never really got that. But it was wonderful. I thought it was a ton of fun, great, lighthearted comedy, along with some really good action sequences. Yeah, I mean, that is basically how uh, I felt was that it was fun. I thought that, uh, you know, we'll talk about uh, the way the characters worked together, but uh, and uh, I felt like an hour, 45 minutes. Boy, that was perfect. <laughs> it just it just oh. hit the spot. I didn't uh, you know, I, I it, it didn't lag for me. What were you going to say, Katie? I was just going to say it clipped along. It was it was yeah. really quick. I was actually kind of surprised when we got to the act three break. I was like, oh, yeah, we're here already. OK, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Um, and uh, Eric, I know that uh, you went uh, with the kids uh, at the uh, the Chinese theater, the TCL uh, Chinese theater in Hollywood. And uh, what did you think? And uh, what did what did the boys think, basically, uh, on the whole? You being one of the boys, but I'm interested in what all three boys thought. The hairiest and least mature of my three boys. Yeah, fair. He, uh, we we all had such a good time, and. and you know, usually like when Christian sees a movie before me, besides, mm -hmm. you know, reminding me of some, and he invited me, which is very kind and I couldn't make it, but then, uh, uh Jeff, you, Jeff didn't know that. So, uh, oh. yeah, yeah, that's when you, you invited me saying I, I wouldn't take you, but I'm taking Jeff. That was, I'm taking Jeff because I like right, him better. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. yes, I did. It's true. I did invite you. Yeah. And he's, you know, it makes for a more handsome selfie when you have Jeff in it than me. Also uh, true. Yeah, no, you guys look good there. Uh, and and but you sent me a note ahead of time, which usually you don't do, except to mock the fact that you saw it before me. But in this case, <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually just a picture of me with a giant popcorn and and my yeah. drink. Just be like jealous. Yeah, jelly. Um, well, welcome, welcome to guiltscape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this case, this case here, you sent me a note that was like so positive. It was like. You know, the kind of note that could destroy Michael Shirley where he breathes uh, because yeah. it was so filled with hope and optimism. And you're like, I gave I had a big silly grin on my face for three quarters of this movie. Yeah. And and you you never kind of do that with a movie ahead of time for me. Usually really you're very cool about like letting me kind of go experience it fresh. But it, you couldn't have been more right. It, this movie, it, it's light. It's a it's a it's a, it's a trifle. It's small. But that's what's also good about it. it. You know, it was kind of the fun of the original Ant-Man. Like it felt, even though it does open up, I don't know, some kind of rip in the space-time <clears> continuum, <throat> it did feel pretty self-contained. Uh, it connects a little bit to other parts of the universe. But, you know, even if you didn't watch a second of WandaVision uh, you, or any other MCU movie, to be honest, I think, or Miss Marvel, the TV show, you could still really enjoy this. And... It's a, such a fun cast. They bring out the best in Brie Larson, who's a wonderful actress, but 
I thought in the first Captain Marvel, it was almost like she felt like her performance felt almost like a little heavy, you know, like she had the weight of this franchise on her. And this, you know, they brought out such a light in her and uh, they had wonderful chemistry, uh, all three of them. And I think what was really fun about the action scenes, too, is they were fresh. The idea of them constantly switching. That mm-hmm. was a way of doing it in a way we haven't seen in the previous 30 plus Marvel properties. So, yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. I'm very sad it didn't make more money. Um, I think Marvel has got some work to do on that end, but creatively, this one was quite good. Yeah. yeah and part of the reason why I was just excited to start telling people what I thought about it was that there, <clears throat> there was sort of this dread hanging over at least uh, some people as they were heading into it. And uh, I just uh, was like, hey, I really liked it. I, I actually used the word. Uh, I think I said I loved it. I said it was great. And then um, that's huge for I, you, I would say. I, I, yeah, I know. I don't I don't love her. Uh, think anything's great. And uh, boy, did uh, I get did I get a uh, a very lengthy series of uh, tweets uh, from somebody we uh, mutually know, uh, Katie, that uh, maybe maybe uh, is uh, very well associated with uh, with this brand and this channel uh, because uh, he thought otherwise when he finally saw it. And I, all I could say there were, there were a few of those reactions in the days after it first came out, there were enough of them where I said that I was starting to feel <clears throat> like those maniacs who thought that the lost series finale was great. And yeah. everybody <laughs> would just look at them and go, what? what? <laughs> How could you possibly think? But I started to feel like, all right. I, and, and I was like, look, I, I, I didn't see a different movie than these people. I just think I was expecting something different from the Marvels that yeah. other people were, you know, uh, somebody that I I've known for a while uh, also said that uh, thought that another half hour would have gone a long way. I'm like, towards what? You know, you know it like, did, there were parts where it felt like we had like some missing scenes and things were cut mm, for time or for whatever no, production and, reasons. And, and all indications are that you're absolutely right. There were things that were cut for time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. And that, and that makes sense. That's totally part of it. But um, I thought overall, one of the things that I was really grateful for was that at the beginning, I thought we were going to do the whole like, I'm the grumpy hero that you've idolized for so long. And like, I'm going to like, you know, slap your wrist or whatever when you do something goofy. We got rid of that pretty much in the first couple of minutes when everybody was together. And like, then it was just pure teamwork, which I think is incredible to see three women all of differing race and color and uh, differing worlds coming together and just syncing so well. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and that that's uh, uh, the primary focus, but uh, I, that, uh, that I want to have as we talk about it uh, for the rest of this conversation. But uh, David, your overall thoughts and, uh, you know, you, you, you don't got to agree with us, but uh, I do generally know how you feel about it. Well, based on what uh, what Katie said, I'm going to say it was flirking fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think I think I told you when you asked me for an overall, I gave it a seven, seven and a half. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Ugh. There are, yeah. uh, which I thought was a train wreck. There are a mm-hmm. couple of scenes in this movie that are cringeworthy and uncomfortable. Where I when I watched them, I thought. Oh God, people are going to hate this scene and hate this movie because of this scene. But overall, I thought Iman Vellani saved the movie. She's great. And I, I didn't love Ms. Marvel. Uh, to I still swear right. that it's Ms. Ms. Marvel, the way it's spelled. 
Sure. Uh, and I, I thought, and, and she was Ms. Marvel when it was Carol Danvers in the comics. But that being said, I thought it was a, a step back towards uh, quality Marvel films, even though it's not Endgame level. I thought it was Ant Man, the first Ant Man level. I thought it was a great comparison. It was yeah. fun. Um, I, I'm saddened by YouTube comments and Twitter comments that when you say you like this movie, you're bashed for either being a woke maniac or a shill for Disney, as if you're not allowed to actually like the movie. Yeah. And I, I, I just feel it's a lot of meatheads who can't envision a movie that has women, but if it was all men, then it would be fine and it wouldn't have been, you know, it just, it, of course, all men make sense, but all women, it's, right. it's, it has to be, it was planned. Well, well all the marvels the, that are alive are women. And the, the other side of it is that, you know, look, I, I think that uh, everybody is certainly entitled to uh, not enjoy the movie. I don't think that if you see this movie and you didn't like it, it automatically means that you're, you know, a sexist, misogynist pig. No, However, no, I do believe, no, no, not, not that you were saying it, uh, but I do yeah. believe that the, uh, the sexist, misogynist pigs uh, probably didn't even see it. Because they're like, no, I've seen everything I need to. I know a few people that just didn't want to see it, not for any of those reasons. They're just like, man, you know, uh, it just uh, they weren't excited about it. And then the word of mouth uh, hasn't uh, really helped. Let me bring in a couple of comments from the chat. But uh, there it is. Ivan Soto, I truly enjoyed this movie. But one thing that was strange, making Kamala an efficient fighter. She fought a little bit in her show, but her fighting here was on another level. Yeah, I mean, they basically had, you know, like an afternoon of, you know, some training. And uh, I, I think I'm I'm willing to kind of just go with that because of the fact that uh, she was going to need to be a, a better fighter than she seemed in her show. And, uh, you know, you can always explain that away if you want to, that it's like, well, the you know, the very ending of her show, she had kept up being Ms. Marvel for you know six months to a year or whatever. But, yeah, I, it's a valid uh, criticism. You know, there are things that happen uh, very quickly. Uh, you know, and uh, I, but and I think honestly, we saw we saw her stumble quite a bit throughout the movie of just saying, yeah. "Oh my!" Like her tag for the entire movie was, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, just right. screeching it. It was hilarious. Like she's not obviously of the level of Captain Marvel or um, Captain Rambo, but she she fit in nicely, and I think she like focused up and she kind of raised her level of fighting in order to meet that. Um, and be in the game with them, I would say. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that the to uh, what you're all saying is that uh, I, uh, you know, I, I didn't dislike the original Captain Marvel movie, but it, it wasn't my favorite. And even though she's featured less in Endgame, I just felt like Brie Larson came off more comfortable as Carol Danvers in Endgame. And obviously she's, it's a flashback story. She's learning, you know, about yeah. herself, her powers, but her like amnesia, not knowing who she was made it really hard to kind of relate to the character. And that's ultimately I saw that movie with my wife and she just didn't like it because she's like, yeah, why do I care about her? And, and I feel like they make it so that we care about her now. And I think, uh, I, I think Iman uh, Vellani and to Mona Paris really bring out the best in her and the best of the characters. It's not even, you know, uh, we've seen Brie Larson be great in other things. I don't even think she was bad in Captain Marvel. It just, it just felt, it just felt a little off. And I feel like she's really getting to inhabit the character here. She's able to have fun. You know, it's like, 
in Endgame, she kind of has that one moment, you know, where Spider-Man has the Infinity Gauntlet and she's like, hi, Peter Parker, you have something for me. And I was like, yeah. that was the first time you saw any, almost the first time you saw any personality out of her. And right. she's more well, like I, that in this. Go ahead, Katie. I was just saying like that, that distance, I think is kind of part of her character arc because she's been away from Earth for so long. She's not really been a part of anyone's story, but like everyone else's in saving the universe and saving different like planets and things so it, it reminds me of a person who's been type a their entire life and then someone's just like hey do you want a little shot of something and then like <laughs> loosens her up and is like oh I you mean... actually do have a fun personality and i feel like that's what those two tayana paris and amano Vellani kind of brought to her in this whole mix was that like oh she had a little permission to have fun just and think yeah carol was gone from earth so long that she not only missed the Star Wars sequel trilogy, but she missed the entire prequel trilogy. So that's how out of step she is with pop culture. She's so far so behind. she's lucky. She's well, a lucky woman. That's, <laughs> those are your words, not mine. That's at David Brody on yes. Twitter. And in, in her world, Star Wars is three for three and there's no yeah, Jar Jar. Yeah. So exactly. count me in, and sign me up. She'll outlive us all. <laughs> you, you, uh, you know, and but, by the way, ahead, what, ahead, I was going to add in here too, you know, because uh, I saw uh, this idea of like the, you know the story set after Secret Invasion, even though we didn't see uh, uh, Mrs. Well, Fury. let me let me just interject with that because Please. this movie has scrolls in it, and you would have no idea that Secret Invasion happened. And uh, it's got Nick Fury in it. It's got Nick Fury interacting with scrolls. There is no right. mention of like you know like that thing that just happened. Nothing. There's yeah. No reference. And, and I no one said how's on Mrs. Fury. And they're moving them all to Earth. They're putting yeah. them in uh, New Asgard. Why yeah, would right. you put them on Earth? You just had a problem. I think they're going to retcon it that space that Secret Invasion was a different that. alternate no, universe. Secret Invasion is that thing I maybe they will never speak of again. I think maybe yeah. it, it's almost like yeah. the Men in Black pen. Like we're all just going to forget <laughs> it. And, yeah. and similar to not knowing of a Jar Jar Binks, we'll all be better humans for it. Uh, <laughs> and, and this, by the way, this Nick Fury was fun. Like yeah. Nick, this Fury is the Nick Fury that we liked. Yeah, yeah, a twinkle in his part of the pun eye, but you know <laughs> he is such a charismatic performer, and somehow Secret Invasion's biggest sin of many was taking away what makes Nick Fury the glue of so many of those films. And here he does have a big role. It could have been he didn't even need to be in it, but every time he showed up, he added a little spark. And maybe the best line of the whole movie is when. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel's falling and then Carol lands. He goes, oh, good, it's Carol. And it was like a throwaway line and that very quiet, very empty theater, unfortunately. But that line killed. <clears throat> Everyone like perked up at that. So I don't know, it just, it, it kind of reminded me of just how Secret Invasion really uh, missed the mark by a, by a country mile, as Christian might say. Even uh, yes, the fact of him just barely petting Goose, and I, I like had so much tension in that moment. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you yeah, petting Goose?" You, you, you want two eye yeah, patches? No, I, do, I do like that he kind of like, yeah. And uh, Cam Egan makes the point that uh, clearly is what's going around uh, in, uh, in in you know <laughs> Marvel Studios is oh, did Secret Invasion happen? And uh, according to Alternate this movie, timeline. it did not. Is what I've been. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, maybe the events of Loki. Erased secret invasion from the timeline. Oh, you know, that would be okay if uh, if he just went through and just like weeded that story out. Yeah, yeah just, just all the strands ah, just he, as he's holding he, them. He had all the strands, but one slipped away and he was like, meh. 
It's all right. Nah, it, 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 he wants to see what it is. Oh, okay, cool. Let's shift to uh, one of the uh, the most pronounced uh, criticisms of the movie. Daniel Drew said, I didn't really feel a lot for the antagonist. He's uh, speaking of Dar Ben. I get her POV for and what Carol did, and uh, but maybe a bit more character development from her. I do feel sympathy for her plight, but I wanted more. Um, I felt like they at least gave her a reason why she specifically uh, hates Carol because she dropped a ton of bricks on her. I'm like, yeah, it's like there's the big picture, but then also specifically like who does that? You know, who, who drops a bunch of bricks on somebody? Not cool, dude. Not cool. You know, uh, but uh, Daniel does add, uh, I don't quite get why Carol taking out the Supreme Intelligence would have had anything to do with how his son going out unless it was helping to control the son and prevent it from dying. I think that's exactly what it was. It's it's the uh, the argument of like, oh, you don't need the Supreme Intelligence because it's uh, keeping you all in check. It's the concept of Big Brother. It's like, yeah, there's all this bad stuff, but also does really important things. I can't believe I'm referencing Lost after I said something about it earlier. <laughs> but it's like the idea of like, well, what if you don't push that button? Nothing's going to happen. Well, then they don't push the button and a bunch of shit happens. Shit happens. We're like, yeah. oh, you should have pushed the button. So yeah. I think the Supreme Intelligence is really the deus ex machina. It really is the button you have to push. So once the Supreme Intelligence wasn't there, uh, it, it led. It wasn't like instantly the sun went out, but it was uh, one of many functions. So, Do you feel like uh, we missed Captain Marvel 2, though? Do you feel I like there was a movie missing? Yeah, I would have liked an early 2000s Captain Marvel you know, with like Creed and bare naked ladies on the soundtrack, you know, <laughs> we really could have, we could have had, uh, you know, LFO, they might be giants. Know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now you're Ima talking. Yoko, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, uh, I, I think that obviously there's not the time for that, but I feel like if they had given us another solo movie of her, mm. uh, it, it would have helped sort of fill in the story, but it was very clear that, when they announced Captain Marvel 2, they weren't going to like, okay, and this is going to pick up a few years later. They just want to kind of connect those dots. And by the way, how old would, does this make Carol? Is she like in her fifties? Is she 60? She looks amazing. Good for Carol. Because Captain Rambo is like what in her like late twenties, early thirties or so. So obviously. Yeah. Um, that's like a 20 year difference at the least 20, 30 year difference. Yeah. Mad, Mad, Madam Webb's not old. So why should she be? Why <laughs> yeah. Should she be? yeah, It's true. Um, I, I will say, I, I did Greg think Kenny. that, um, I, I forget the woman's name. I'm like Tom Darben. wife. <laughs> Darben. Uh, yes. Yeah, right. I thought, Interestingly enough, Loki's wife. Yes. In the, yeah, in the real Loki's world. Wife yeah. In the real world. Uh, but I felt very similar to her character that I did with Lee Pace in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, right. the very first movie. It, it's a Ronin type character. It has the same staff even, yeah. like is just looking for revenge. And like, I, I didn't want all that much depth because we've already got three main characters that we a know a lot about, but like in the movies, you're not necessarily, you've seen some of the shows or anything. So I thought that was, it was fine to keep her a little bit separate. I was, I was curious about how um, Captain Marvel affected this world so poorly and um, sort of the consequences that it was causing in other planets, which I, I felt like we we kind of touched on, but we didn't get a full, you know, ribbon bow around all those different storylines of like, you know, stealing their water or their air or relocating them to New Asgard. Um, th- there was a lot going on in there. So I felt like if we had more backstory on Darbon, I would have been like, 
I don't need this. <laughs> you know, I, and if I could uh, jump on that too, because one one plot moment that just sort of really I, I bumped my head on many times was the idea of, you know, you probably could recharge that sun. Really? I didn't consider. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, let's give it a shot. Why not? When 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 Carol's number one move is just flying through things, yeah. <laughs> it seems right, like that right, 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 right. That's like your default setting. You know, it's yeah. the uh, in the movie Signs when he needs a, a voice from a, a dead relative oh. to say, "Swing away." The guy was a baseball I, player. I'm going to pretend thing. that you didn't see it because yeah. I refuse to go down that rabbit hole. You did not say what you just said. I'm going to go back to the say earlier it. comment. I stand by it and I'll nope. say it again. Nope. I will kick you out if we end up talking about that movie Signs. Can I address the Go Carol ahead, Danvers Dave. son thing? So yeah. in the first Marvel movie, okay, the first Captain Marvel, they were supposed to find a homeland for the Scrolls, And then yeah. they don't. We find out in Secret yeah. Invasion, she wasted 30 years and she didn't. The housing yeah. market is awful. You know awful. this. So then yeah. in this Interest movie, rate. they tell you that she destroyed this planet, destroyed the sun. And then in the years since, doesn't ask the world's top scientists what maybe would be an idea that Photon had. That she's like, well, you just charge the sun. Yeah. Somebody could have told she didn't ask anybody for help, how to yeah. fix the problem. She didn't feel I, any guilt. She didn't care. So Heartless I B. agree with what both of you are saying in principle, but I do think that it's actually a nice character moment for Carol where she's like, oh, I, I've never done anything like that because it's like for what we've seen her do, the yeah, fact she, that she was like this close to taking out Thanos by herself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the idea that she's so powerful, but even she's like, I never thought about even trying to do that. So I, I do agree that uh, it, you'd think that at some point you've been like, oh, I wonder if I can, uh, if I can, you know, put the paddles on and jumpstart that sun. But uh, I, it must just be you know, the way that I took it was that she just didn't think it was something she could do. What were you going to say, Eric? Yeah, no, but I, I think that's what, you know, Katie, you're bringing up about scenes that were lost. And, and it's known that this movie <clears throat> went through a lot of rewrites, a lot of re-edits, a lot of reshoots. And and I think, like, that might have been something in that mix, like, needed to do A plus B for C and to, to recharge that sun. And that might have been one of those, like, extended scenes that they realized wasn't necessarily adding to the movie so they lost it, but yeah, the logic there is a pretty massive hole because well, of and that. I, I feel like you can semi-explain it in the fact that, let's be real, Carol's kind of a meathead. She's not really a planner. She's just like, go in full force, see what happens after. And so I think the two new characters kind of pulled her back and let her sit and think about things and actually have to plan, especially with the switching um, of different powers. I thought that was a really cool moment for Brie herself and potentially the arc of the character over the next couple of MCU movies that I'm hoping that we see more of because I feel like a lot of Carol's whole screen time interactions has been, here's a problem, solve it now. Um, and you don't have time to like go back. You don't have time to figure any of this stuff out. You don't have time to think about any of this. You have no downtime. Go out in the universe and solve this. And so I feel like these two characters have finally sort of not like pulled her back, but like let her think a little bit differently and actually have, because we haven't seen her teamed up with anyone except for Fury. And even that was sort of like, she was taking the bulkhead of it and meatheading her way through the whole universe. 
Yeah, I think that I'm just sort of thinking about, you know, I think they do a good job of sort of, you know, they kind of only touch on it and it's kind of a throwaway line. But, uh, you know, this idea that she's spent so much time off in space by herself, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, she's got people around again and it takes a moment and, uh, you know, Kamal Khan uh, even owns up to the fact that it's like, yeah, maybe I came up a little strong. It doesn't uh, help that uh, <laughs> Carol materializes in a room and sees all of her fan art, you know. Uh, but that, I, I think that's that's very funny, and that's that's an interesting moment very early in the film, by the way, because it is, of course, from the uh, final episode of the Ms. Marvel series. But uh, uh, Kamala's up there doing her homework, and she does not have her costume on and then they cut back and she's laying down on the bed in her costume, which is a scene from the end. And I was like, all right, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but it's like, so this is the, this is like a moment later, you know, but there are kind of some disjointed moments like that. Uh, ultimately I, I really was very happy with the runtime. There were a couple of those things where I thought like, well, what about that? There wasn't anything that bothered me. There were other people who were that I would that I legitimately talked to who wanted to know more like well what happens to the water planet I'm like I didn't care I'm sorry literally I didn't care uh it seemed like it got saved well enough they lost some water but you know what it's going to rain they'll get water back so I legitimately wasn't well, worried about there weren't like looming loose threads for me and you know the the runtime as it was I thought just really kind of made it the kind of movie that I could for the first time consider actually taking my kids to see a, a an MCU movie in the theater. It's only the second one my son's ever seen. He saw the first guardians at home and my daughter hadn't seen anything, but uh, they had fun. You know, my daughter loved seeing Kamala Khan and uh, a huge fan of the Flurkins, which we'll talk about. But uh, David, I feel like you uh, wanted to get in with something. Yeah, a couple things. First of all, that that's not how rain works. The, <laughs> the rain has to the rain has to come from the ocean evaporating. It doesn't create more. Otherwise, we'd be underwater right now. Oh, I'm sorry. So you know you know the atmospheric conditions of that planet. You know well, how rain I know, works. I, I, in other I know that. If, I, the other I know that. If, I know that if rain created more water, they would be underwater at, at some point after a couple well, of years. Well, Darben didn't steal all their water, you know. Right, she's but the not, rain uh, wouldn't. She's not Diana from V trying to steal. I, I'm all now going to go back to signs. I I'm, think I'm signs just saying, <laughs> if, if she if she stole a million gallons of water, if it rained, it would be the same. It doesn't. Okay, but so you mentioned the room. Uh, come on, you mentioned Ms. Marvel's room in Jersey City. Yeah, uh, and I was thrown by the Shout fact out she was the two hundred one. By the way, shout out to Jersey City. Yeah, yeah. Although I think it. Maybe is that nine seven three? I knew I shouldn't have said it. As soon as I said it, it I was yeah, like, it's, I, think, yeah, I, think it's, your, it's I think your area code changed. And this is the kind of content people come to the show for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh I, I found it funny that they missed the opportunity when she goes, I'm such a big fan of yours that she didn't say, I know, I've seen your room. Like I thought that was a would have been a great line for Ms. for Captain Marvel to say. Um, but yeah, here's another it, thing. It, if I had to guess, that line was not only in the script, that line was filmed. You know, it just yeah, and, and, yeah. and they, they cut the it out. Floor. Right? Yeah. Yeah, great line. Um, Ms. Marvel is a huge fan of Captain Marvel's, but now that we're talking about Captain Marvel's timeline, she came back for Endgame and then went back into space. So if you're if you're um, Ms. Marvel, you probably didn't see very much of Captain Marvel that you worship her this much. She wasn't around for your childhood, and then she really wasn't around, and then you it was the blip, and then you know. So 
it seems like anyway. they have comics in their world much like yes. we do. like everything well they do comics, they, they yeah they've they've set up this idea that there are marvel comics in the yeah, you know the, the actual 616 marvel universe to the extent at one point steve rogers was the artist for the captain america comic book uh but the idea is that it's like well obviously those comics don't you know have uh b plots about their secret identities because no one knows them although actually in the mcu people know pretty much everybody's secret identity but the you know that's the conceit in the comics is that it's just like yeah these are just adventures of like you know hey did you you remember that story from the news about uh, spider-man and scorpion and sandman well here's a comic book that is uh dramatizing that yeah Yeah. as far as dar ben goes i'll tell you why i didn't like her as a villain and i know they're all attractive but I found her to be too attractive and I, she was like flirty with hair flipping and she didn't seem evil to me. Her eyes were glowing in that way that you'd want a woman in your fantasy to have her eyes. Like it, it just seemed <laughs> weird to me. Like I'm getting to know you she, really well right now, David. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, dog pile. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this new nickname. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dog pile. By the way, the only thing that would be appropriate <laughs> is that everybody insults her. Then it would be a true. Okay. So, I thought Darben wasn't evil. She didn't feel well, evil. She didn't, she just, I just, I don't know. She was very, well, she's I think, pretty. I think, her I think hair was, I don't know. I think the point it, was, is that she wasn't really evil. She was just on a vengeance trip because Carol came and fucked up her world and killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> David, even her grills and her teeth, like that didn't like make yeah, you feel she no, was evil. No. And I, and I, again, it, she, she just seemed like a, a female Ronin. Like we couldn't get a new villain of all the villains. Um, and they, and actually, the character she plays was in like one comic in the past fifty years. He's not even Dar like Ben. A name. Yeah, Dar Ben was in as a, as a guy in the comics, but yeah, uh, you know, yeah. they made her a female okay. for the movie, just you know, female hashtag female. I got no problem but with that. Yeah, I, I mean, just didn't. I didn't like her. I didn't think she was that evil, and you know, I just yeah. didn't like her. No, I mean, I think that that is is the biggest criticism. But again, uh, I you know I'm able to bring my kids to a movie because the bad guy's not too scary. You know, right. uh, that was my concern. Well, it, it was for. But by the way, it was for me because when uh, I showed my daughter the uh, first Spider-Man and his amazing friends from when I was a kid, and Doctor Doom was in it, she was not having it. She's like, she got very upset. She's like, I don't like him. I'm Aww. like, you're not supposed to like him. That's the whole point. But, I don't uh, like him, and I don't like you, Dad. Well, that, and Starfire was so cute, though, with Iceman and Starfire. That was Firestar. Come on, Firestar. Now. Sorry, Firestar. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Don't, uh, bad. don't misname Angelica Jones. Uh, and I'm sorry, who, <laughs> who who did I interrupt first, uh, Katie or Eric? I think Eric. one thing I was just going to say with the villains, I, uh, as you watch this, and you, Katie, you brought up like Lee Pace before, right? There's these villains that they just don't really have like three dimensions right they're just sort of like and and i think the difference between the villains that have some sort of staying power the ones that don't are the ones that actually have scenes that aren't just about the plot they're not just about their evil scheme but rather they have another element of their life you know uh obviously uh, thanos was into foster care you know and adoption so like that (laughs) brought a different side to him but but really it's like a lot of those villains the ones that really are interesting i love this rebranding like he's he's into adoption he was was a big brother he was (laughs) yeah we just fostered a dog a little while ago that we adopted so you know i i I felt is it green uh, one of his eyes is actually half brown, it's, half blue, it's, so it's pretty freaky. It's actually one of the Hulk dogs from the Ang Lee Hulk movie. <laughs> as a you hit him hard, callback, and it came to dust. 
a, a callback <laughs> to uh, to an episode uh, here. Uh, let me uh, share this comment from Daniel Drew uh, and and Daniel. I am uh, trying to find other comments that you uh, posted, but uh, I'm I'm, I'm not as good at spinning plates as uh, as, as I, I appear to be. So please uh, share with me uh, comments that you'd like me to uh, put up on the screen. Uh, Daniel Drew, though, was thinking about Brie Larson's performance in the first movie. I still enjoy the movie. I didn't dislike it. I just felt like it could. It's one of those ones where like ah, it just could have been a little bit better. Uh, but he, uh, to Daniel, Carol was like that because she was more Cree than human personality wise. They had done a good job of kind of erasing all of that i think it's a fair point and you know she gradually gets more time to become human uh but uh in any case all right so i've i've found some of daniel's points now i would have liked a couple more scenes with the trio on the ship once again i guarantee there's more stuff of them on the ship i liked what we got especially when they're working on you know synchronized jumping or whatever you want to call it Uh, my favorite both times i saw it was uh the books on each other's head and uh you know having them not fall i thought that was a nice touch uh like yeah after they figured out the powers and yeah look that would address what uh ivan was talking about earlier you know it's like no we you know it's like you know it's like in the original Star Wars, you know, Luke gets like four minutes of like, all right, well, why don't you uh, see what you can do with the the helmet on and see if uh, you know you can uh, knock down this little this little drone thing? And uh, it's like, all right, you're pretty much a Jedi now. Let's uh, let's head into uh, the Death Star. You know, <laughs> let's fight the worst Jedi ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Daniel also felt that he thinks uh, Marvel should have had a, a special that would have come out before this, something like Monica Rambo, Agent of Sword. That would be great, uh, yeah. especially I, because I, I I noticed the like animosity with Monica Rambo in WandaVision, and I was like, yeah. why is she so pissy with Carol? I was like, is it just because she's she's gone, or like what yeah. what's the deal? I, I always had that question, I, and I wish I, they had. I actually thought she felt like uh, you know it was Carol's fault that her mom died, that uh, you know that the the radiation Carol maybe could have done something if she came, you know, sort of that sort of brought thing. her but, back uh, before. I thought it, I was I was glad that it was more of a, a you know more realistic reason. It's like yeah, you just left and uh, came back. Um, I do think that yeah, I definitely felt like we missed a step with mm-hmm. Monica. Uh, I think they did a decent enough job kind of just filling it in because Carol doesn't know about it. So then the audience doesn't know about it. So we're all kind of learning at the same time. I just think that right now, Marvel studios is not in a uh, let's put a lot more content out there. It's more dialing back what they're already planning and trying to spread it out a little bit. And yeah, I mean, I think that that's a good thing, but I would have loved that. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and uh, Daniel also said that Valkyrie took in the Skrull refugees to New Asgard on Earth. The exact thing is trying to be avoided in Secret Invasion. We did mention that earlier. And uh, when Secret Invasion comes up, it should just be more like, huh? What's that? You know, just uh, on this show, in our lives, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> you know, we, we don't need to think about uh, Secret Invasion. Um, Man, I wish I had like one of those like filters or something where I just like zipped my face and I became a scroll (laughs) or something right now and just be like, it's me too. And, uh, you know, this uh, conversation, we've done a a good job avoiding the the spoilers. And in a moment, we're going to talk about some of the the spoilers late in the movie. Uh, But uh, so far, so good. We haven't uh, really had to, to lean into them in any way. So I, uh, I, I don't know, like, it really just came down to the simple fact that 
this was fun. I saw it again. So if there were going to be any any issues that maybe I missed the first time, one thing that I missed the first time was uh, Kamala had uh, framed photos of her two friends from the the Ms. Marvel series. Uh, she references them at another time, but I'm like, okay, yeah, let's not forget about them. And I also like that her brother is only on the phone with his uh, fiance. We don't actually see her. Uh, know. you know, so that's I was like, actress. I know I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's one check they didn't have to write, but, right. uh, the, uh, but the character well, likeness is probably chalked up to promotion. Uh, you know, all the kinds of things that SAG were just striking for is uh, little tricks like that. What were you going to say? Christian? Good. I was just going to say what a wonderful cast for her family to be able to like even go onto sword and like they there was such a bright light like the, their reactions to everything how I love that she's like no you can't go into space you've got school tomorrow like yeah I loved how grounded all of that was um I continually love those characters and I especially especially love the moment when Nick Fury is like, are you praying right now? And he's like, uh, and he's like, well, don't stop. <laughs> Keep doing yeah. it. We need, we need like, all the help we can get. And yes. uh, that's again, the Nick Fury that we liked, yes. not the moody, not able to really accomplish pretty much anything. Nick Fury from the show that, uh, shall the not easily be winded, uh, Nick Fury, mind you, who, uh, <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the, the very, I'm getting easily. too old for this shit. <laughs> you look good in yeah. this. So I didn't notice any, any, uh, Gut on him. I think he was looking like no, nah, uh, he's taking he's care of himself. Look, he's got to get in fighting shape for snakes on a plane, too. I'm still uh, <laughs> hoping for it, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, Daniel had the thought about uh, Kamala's friends, yeah, like where were they? But then there was a photo of Bruno, and then uh, also, I'm sorry, I forget her uh, female friend's name, but uh, yeah, there they were photos of them in her room. We don't talk about Bruno, no. well, <laughs> this show, we do after every now and then. Um, <laughs> But hey, Chris, uh, he's not paid for that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, David. I wanted to comment on what Katie said about the family. Don't forget, they also fought the Cree in their own home. They yeah. didn't. Ha- they didn't. They didn't cower in the corner. They were hitting yeah. them with chairs and whatever else. So I give them props for that. But uh, you did mention how they didn't show the the female friend and how they didn't show the the fiance or whatever. They're leaving characters out. There was a strange moment for me, and I don't know if you picked up on it when Monica Rambeau is explaining her origin, how she got powers. She said, yeah. oh, I walked through a witch's hex. Yeah. Wouldn't you mention the Scarlet Witch to someone who knows the Scarlet Witch? W- wouldn't you say, like, Wanda took over New Jersey and I walked through her hex? And, I, I so think that- it's a, more of a more of a catch-all. You know, she's probably used to explaining it to people. Like, how'd you get powers? I walked through a witch's hex. Uh, yeah, well, I, also- I, I was in Jersey, and shit happened. <laughs> That's not- yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, if I... I- if I was, on I, went, I, I went, somebody, I went into Wawa and I used the slurping yeah. machine. The next thing I knew, I could walk through things. I, I, I feel I like if Christian, ham. if Christian gave me a black eye and then I met a friend of Christian's and Christian, and I knew it was a friend of Christian's and he's like, what happened to your black eye? What happened to your eye? I go, ah, oh, yeah. some asshole hit me in the eye. I would say yeah. it was Christian. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. I walked to a, a witch's hex. Well, it just well, seemed weird. That, like they, they didn't mention, that, it wasn't like she's like Sony property and they couldn't if, mention her name. If anybody sees David tomorrow, the way he got a black eye is that he walked through a witch's hex. Not yes, I'm not going to tell you who I, what witch you know. though. And uh, both Daniel name. Drew and Cammy Egan reminded me that her name is Nakia. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, it does beg the question. So we're now situated in a way where, uh, and again, we're going to talk about the the, the big reveals uh, towards the end of the movie. But let's talk about sort of Kamala going forward. So she relocates to Louisiana. I mean, I 
guess because they were going to film on that location. I don't quite understand what that was. Like, I feel like that was one of those moments where I'm like, we are definitely missing something about why, yes, their house got trashed in Jersey City. But, I mean, it, it still looks better than Union City. That's right. That's a shout out for locals. Uh, but, you know, so I'm like, they never really explain why they're doing that and, uh, you know, what what exactly that entails. But it does situate the character. It situates Ms. Marvel. You very easily. In fact, I would very much more so than before. I'd be interested in seeing another season of her show now. You know, I think that it's probably not likely because, you know, sort of the reception of the movie. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if we're going to get more of the show. Well, Does anybody feel like uh, we will? Uh, uh, is it, so Falcon, sorry. I, Ivan says that the cons were helping Carol move into Maria's house. And, I will uh, say I was confused did, by this, too. I wasn't did, sure who was moving, but I, I, I mean, Carol had that thing. No, I think Ivan might be right that she was moving back into her house, but I still don't understand why they were there. I guess they had, but cause remember the ship landed in, in, in New York. So yeah, that's one of those that I think that there's scenes uh, not featured in the film that would explain it better. But uh, Ivan, I appreciate that because now it makes more sense if they are, they should go back to Jersey city because if she's not there, who is going to protect Jersey city? The answer is no one. You right, know? and the, and the young Avengers aren't going to be uh, headquartered no. in Louisiana. No offense, well, tax, Louisiana, for tax purposes, also, tax purposes, they absolutely will be in Louisiana <laughs> or Georgia, but they'll just they'll pretend be in Georgia, New Mexico, place. Louisiana. Right, they, yeah, they'll film there for sure. <laughs> well, Falcons, yeah. Falcons from there, they can hang out with Falcon. That's right. Well, Captain, were you disappointed the that they America. went to Louisiana and they didn't visit the banker from Falcon and Winter Soldier, Eric? I, I kept looking around the corner, I'm like he's got to show up here, uh, and he's, and. The, and if I had any he, power to bring that in existence, it would have happened. That guy was not given a loan to the Khan family. You know it. This no, is a great I question. I feel like you're going to be on your feet here, David Brody. But Ivan Soto asked the question. I'm going to uh, turn to David Brody <laughs> for the answer to this. What's the difference between Jersey City and New Jersey? What's the difference between New York City and New York State? Yes. Jersey Andrew. City is a, is a small town in New Jersey, not far yes. from Manhattan. And New Jersey is the whole state. Uh, even though most people just call it Jersey, it's New Jersey. Yes. Yes. Right, exactly. Uh, and the but, word city uh, should have been, a, been a, a hint there, you know. Yeah, Jersey City is angry. More... Honest, David, I thought you were going to get a little angrier with your response. So I, I appreciate I the restraint. I, mean, I, 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 was, uh, I, I was looking for clippable content, but uh, that's all right that I didn't get it. It's more of a, it's more of the quick check part of New Jersey than the Wawa part of New Jersey. Does that answer yeah. your question, Ivan? Oh, no, it doesn't? All right, well, that's all right. That Although answer. since you since you've been gone, Christian, not to reference Rainbow at all, but yeah. uh, since you've been gone, <laughs> there are there are I a like lot that. of Wawas in in North Jersey now. In fact, uh, in fact, oh, all right. everywhere oh. there's a quick check. You're opening up a Wawa. You so, know, uh, boy, did I not plan to go quite this inside. But when I was driving in the part of New Jersey that's nearer to where I grew up, I was impressed to see that in fact there was now a Wawa in Mawa, New Jersey. True fact. It's a fact. All right. So that all being said, the kind of contact that uh, content that everyone is here, you see it on the screen right now. We're going to talk about the spoilers. We're going to talk about them in the order they happen. Uh, So 
Uh, and Kemi Egan mentioned she hadn't seen the movie, but the spoilers had already been ruined for her. Sorry about that. I hate when that happens. Uh, mm. I know somebody that that happened to. And, uh, I, you know, it's uh, always good to it's always good to figure out, you know, what you want muted. But when I really don't want something spoiled, I do actually sign out of my accounts and uh, I deprive everyone of my content for uh, a couple of days. But uh, that's right. They they. Uh, make up for it so let's talk about first this idea that uh, kamala gets that uh, she's like it was really fun having a team and uh i thought it was great to see Haley steinfeld as kate bishop returning mm. in the film kate bishop katie what do you think about that oh i was so excited i i knew as soon as we saw the dog as soon yep. as we saw the apartment i was like aka well, pizza dog yeah pizza yes. dog I mean, one of my favorite dogs here, man. His name is Pizza. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was really cool. I got very excited. Um, it felt like more of a commitment to sort of either this Young Avengers theme or, you know, the Inhumans or whatever we're going for, whatever we're pushing for, um, without just having it be like a -da 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 when uh, <laughs> we had, I think at the end of Miss Marvel, is that what we had? Yeah, we did. Uh, we did get the uh, fanfare to uh, uh, it was listed actually as uh, the X-Men 97 theme is actually how it was listed for Ms. Marvel. Cause I was interested when it happened. Yes, we did get that. The idea that uh, Kamala is a mutant, uh, but yes, so that, so we didn't just get that. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was uh, it was good, and I liked I liked their interaction. I liked this idea that uh, she's like, "You're not the only kid superhero," and she's like, "I'm 22." Two, three, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that, that made me laugh. And I was like, "Oh, but you are still a kid." <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, Eric, what did you think about uh, getting to see uh, Kamala very very lightly uh, interact with Kate Bishop, but uh, definitely. Uh, sending up the uh, the early MCU appearances of Nick Fury, you know, where yeah. you know he would basically walk into a scene and just go, well, 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 and then and he would lay everything on the table, and sometimes Except they'd she, have to wreck, they'd have to wreck him, him yeah. trying to get uh, Thunderbolt Ross uh, to uh, kill the Hulk or whatever. <laughs> but uh, what were you going to say, Eric? Oh, Davey, you were you were jumping in. Go ahead. Oh, just that she basically quoted Nick Fury's uh, speech to Iron Man. Yeah. Right. Which I assume, please. Yes. I wonder. I wonder if he told her what to say. I'm like, no. <laughs> I feel like uh, Kamala Khan. Comic, comic book. Yeah. She's she's going out book. on her own. She's like making her dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think we had all, you know, in previous uh, Marvel movie talks, talked. We were all kind of clamoring for like a Young Avengers and yeah. also a female-led Avengers, and they've set up three at least three terrific options right there two of them we they, saw she mentions and, did you know ant-man has a daughter and uh yeah. I'm like yes yep. we do and they recast her for this reason yeah yeah and, and then also adding uh, and then, by the way sorry daniel drew because i know he was disappointed that they recast the actress but finish your thought eric yeah sorry about the daniel thoughts and prayers um but then uh, also america chavez it could be another yeah. one that they could easily work in so right there you've got four really interesting young performers who i i mean the tricky thing is and, and and problem is disney is dealing with this this incredibly you know misogynistic backlash to this movie i hope yeah. that doesn't give them cold feet for Ironheart. It, it will it it likely will well, Ironheart, yeah be great yeah it, i'm sorry I, Katie, go ahead. 
No, I was just saying, like, it likely will give them cold feet just because post strikes, post all this, they're going to be hedging their bets a little bit more. And unfortunate as it is, and I think we're starting to see some change, people just don't like female led movies when it comes to superhero stuff. And I mean, as in people, I mean, the angry white males on all the message boards that are not apparently here today, well, which is lovely. I've, com- I've calmed down a lot. I've David calmed Brody. down a lot in my forties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, look, and, and you're right. And you know uh, what the, the one contrarian thing that I could say is that they had a movie that really did a great job. This wasn't a Marvel movie, but I think the first Wonder Woman did a great job. It's yes. sort of, uh, you yeah. know, chipping away at that. And then they followed it up with Wonder Woman 84, which is the possibly worst. the worst superhero movie I've seen. Well, <laughs> I had to go see it in a drive-in because movie theaters weren't open. In oh, that, in no. California at that time. <laughs> we but, we uh, watched it on HBO Max. And I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is a date rape film. Uh, rape film. She, <laughs> she's... She well, she does. She she t- the, Chris yeah. Pine takes over the other guy's body. That's she true. has sex with the other guy's body multiple times right. against his will, and then well, she look. sees him later. She's like, "Hey, I had sex with you." It's it, it's terrible. It's, that's that's okay, just reve- it's the revenge of the nerds for our time, is what I think. Which is exactly what we need. I will say that <laughs> Ironheart may be the fourth female for Young Avengers, but yeah. let's not forget that Wiccan and Speed are going to be in it, and the yeah. young Captain. The young Captain America, the, right. the old Elijah. guy that he goes to visit, Elijah, he's going to be Patriot. So there are male Young Avengers yeah, that we've yeah. already been introduced to. Just the four that are prominent are all female. And I feel like they, they you know, none of the men have been introduced yet. So you couldn't have had them in that scene. Right. Wicked and Speed don't exist yet. And Patriot hasn't really been Patriot yet. And so I feel like they had to go with Kate Bishop. But, you know, you bring in an Asgardian. She's a female. The, the the post-credit scene is, you know, mostly about the secret as a female. So, yeah, there's yeah. going to be backlash if people think Young Avengers is going to be all female. Which as, I think a is TV show, as a TV show, though, I think it could work. Like, I'm curious, yeah. you know. You On know, the CW. The- <laughs> no, no, let's not go there. Let's not do well, anything Disney near Network. Warner it would Brothers. Be, it would be on. It would be on Freeform if it went anywhere. But yes, uh, yes, it, uh, it would be for Disney. Plus. It would. It, it'll yeah. be Disney Plus for yeah. sure, and that is the hope. And it does feel like at least Marvel is reconsidering their whole TV lineup and considering what they're doing instead of just like rushing projects out. Hopefully we'll see a little bit more caution when we go into like the new like movies or TV right. shows, especially Wait, from Marvel. And correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, like next year, I think the only MCU theatrical release is going to be Deadpool. Nothing yeah. Else. Deadpool three is, is. going to come out in July. Yeah. That was That's- the release date for uh, Captain America, Brave New World. It's actually, it's actually my son's birthday, uh, July 26th. And I already had to tell him is like, yeah, Deadpool isn't one of the ones you get to see. Uh, so <laughs> uh, sorry. I know it comes out on your birthday. Uh, but uh, yeah, because uh, we did talk about recently that uh, you know the strikes being over and deals being reached, as as great as those developments are, it did really push back. It even pushed back Deadpool three a little bit because I think that was supposed. I think that was actually supposed to be the uh, the Cush Madam Web spot uh, because sure. Deadpool <laughs> often comes out. <clears throat> excuse me, around uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, but so uh, yeah, so I think Deadpool three is the only MCU movie, and I know if uh, if anybody knows anything, uh, it would be uh, Daniel and uh, 
the uh, the, the friends in there. Uh, Cammy Egan would like to see Young Avengers as a film. Uh, I like the scene. I like the slow build and teases of the group. Yeah, and uh, Wiccan and Speed, I, I think they can introduce them, you know, however they want. Um, I think that I, I would assume the plan was for it to be a movie, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe there's a, they're, they're reconsidering. We're going to see how everything goes, you know, but I guess we will uh, have to take a look at what happens next. Uh, so we've been talking about spoilers and we'll continue to talk about spoilers uh this would be the uh the spoileriest of the spoilers the one that uh i did my best to try to encourage people to not have spoiled for them because it is a it is a very cool reveal and you know at the back of my mind i thought that uh you know monica going through a portal to another reality i thought that was going to give us fantastic four it's probably what we're supposed to think I was you know, starting to think about it. I didn't really let myself think it was going to be anything related to the X-Men just because I d didn't feel like we were there, you know? Uh, but when we get to hear the, uh, the dulcet tones of one Fraser Crane, uh, we <laughs> hear Kelsey Grammer as Hank McCoy. Um, that is a, a very cool, very exciting moment. And uh, getting to see the uh, the big X, you know, so this is very like X2 era of the characters. And there was such a freak out over that in the theater the first time I saw it that I didn't realize that he called Maria Rambo. He called her binary. Yeah. Uh, which is a Carol oh. Danvers character in the comics uh, because people were too busy freaking out about uh, about Hank. And I get it, by the way. You know, uh, I, I was there with everybody. You know, uh, Jeff Williams Jr. and I could not believe ourselves that uh, this was something that uh, had just happened. And, you well, know, we had not had it ruined for us. Go ahead, David. Well, Christian, I don't know if this has happened before and I have to go back and watch every trailer. But in the yeah. final Ms. Marvel trailer, they showed binary walk by uh, from the waist down. And I was like, oh, my God, that's binary. And that was the that was the mid credit scene. I don't recall any mid credit scenes being spoiled in a trailer. But I think they were so desperate to promote the movie, they gave away the binary part of it in the last Ms. Marvel and the last Captain Mar the Marvel's trailer. So I wasn't surprised it was binary. I knew it was binary. Right. I, I mean, I, I, I guess the reveal is really still that, uh, you know, in this reality, uh, Monica's mom is alive, but clearly yeah. she's not her mom and she does have superpowers and she's not Captain Marvel like we saw in uh what in, is or oh, multiverse no. multiverse, multiverse, of multiverse yes. of menace but she right. may have been captain marvel and then like in our world mutated to binary because right. captain marvel lost her powers to rogue and then the uh the shy the shyar uh captured her and she was yes. captured by the the brood the brood captured her in, and then, in and on then the, screw. 164 which our visual audience is seeing right now this is carol danvers as binary which a lot of the Captain Marvel on-screen powers of Carol Danvers are basically this iteration of the character, this sort of supercharged uh, face space-faring version of the character uh, yeah. that we have right there. It, it's funny because you're, uh, you, yeah, it's the same image that I have. So, yeah, I tw I, t I tweeted that out with the day the yeah. trailer came out. I'm like, oh, there's no surprise there. That's binary. So right, yeah, that'll be interesting so, if they bring her in. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, she. it, it seems like that part's a, a done deal. But uh, I do want to ask uh, each of you, 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And Daniel makes the point that uh, she's wearing the quantum bands. She's wearing both of them. Uh, so that, uh, you know, that's what people were kind of. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you actually brought that up because, yes, Maria's wearing the quantum bands. They're referred to as quantum bands, which uh, I most personally, I most associate with a character named Quasar, who was a, a member of the Avengers in like the late 80s into the early 90s, had his own solo book. Uh, but uh, that's a character that's been rumored. You know, he and Nova are the names that get thrown around yep. most often, but we still haven't actually seen. Oh. But I, I want to ask each of you about uh, the end credits reveal. And I'll start with you, David, because you seem like you also have something else. So that'd be oh, great. I was going to say that. I was going to say that Nova has also been rumored to be a young Avenger because. Oh, the, yeah, that makes sense. There are two Novas in Marvel Comics, the, the original yes. Nova, and then there's a kid Nova. A kid Nova, wow. maybe that may be how they, well, younger Nova, maybe how they yeah, bring her to the young Avenger. There's also the uh, Frankie Ray, the Herald of Galactus Nova, the female yes. Nova. Yes. Yeah. Who, uh, but again, it, again, it, maybe they'll bring, we need men in the, in the young Avengers. Come on. We just talked about that. Come on. Get yeah. some oh, hey, look, Daniel's Daniel's got the solution. I hope that means Quasar, you know, like, like yeah. bring Quasar into the Young Avengers. That'd be cool. Nova into the Young Avengers. Uh, so, all right. So we get this uh, big reveal of, of Hank late in the movie. David, and your thoughts? I think it's from uh, X-Men 2, Days of Future Past era. Well, no, 2 is X-Men United. Uh, Days of Future Past is technically X-Men 4. Cause, I uh, said, yeah, it's right. Well, but... Right, but Hank McCoy, Hank as Beast, Blue Furry oh, Beast is. Saying. I'm saying I think it's Less that universe. Than, I, I think see. it's that exact yep. universe that he's from. Okay. Uh, that we may see that version of the Avengers. What you know, if they recast, if they cast the same people, I think that's the alternate timeline, the Fox universe. That may be the Fox universe, and then this is when Binary may have joined later. Once she became a mutant as Binary, she wasn't a mutant as Captain Marvel. But then right. they mutated her, so that's. I'm thinking that's the era that we're going to see is is that genre as opposed to the young Hank McCoy era where he doesn't have the blue right from the the earlier version. So yeah, the uh, Nicholas Holt Beast, who right? Nicholas Holt later beast, right. see he he turn he does ultimately turn into the Blue Beast. I think right. in uh, Dark Phoenix, at least by Dark Phoenix, he's the Blue yes. Beast. Yes, so that's when I think uh, of that that I, that series. But I I it, it's definitely not eight three eight. Right. It's definitely not the version of because he said, I'm going to have to tell the, the doctor or, or uh, Xavier. He said something about Xavier. And so the, any theory that that was 838, Professor X was killed in 838 in Multiverse of Madness. So I don't think it's the same yeah, universe. I don't, I don't think it's that one. And yeah. I don't think it's the Loki universe where, you know, Professor X dies. Uh, sorry, not Loki, Logan. Uh, and uh, just to uh, finish up on that, uh, tidy up. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Daniel Drew goes through. Riri Williams, America Chavez, Kamal Khan, Eli, Future Patriot, uh, Joaquin, the Future Falcon, uh, Kate Bishop, possibly a kid Loki. I mean, you can get dozens of Lokis at this point. Wicked and Speed. Uh, yeah, I think that those are all characters. We'll see it. I think it'll. I think it'll mix and match. I don't think it'll be. I think it will be a female-led, female-driven story wherever we get it. But uh, how old is Gator Loki? Uh, get, you know what? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, what, what, how yeah. long is a gator year? I mean, dog. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he's a young gator Loki, then he's got a shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Katie, <laughs> I want to ask you, I, I want to ask you next what you thought about uh, seeing Hank McCoy. And by the way, because people 
gradually and casually look at things on social media or on YouTube, I have resisted all my urges to have an image of the animated beast uh, while we're talking about it. So I, I, I just want you to know I thought about it, but I'm trying to be respectful for people who maybe haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, but uh, if you're trying to get all the way to Disney Plus without having anything spoiled, uh, I, I think you're in for uh, you're guy. in for you're in for a shocker. But uh, what did you think, Katie? Um, speaking of animation, I, it might as well have been, um, that CG was rough and I was kind of really just, I was like excited seeing Beast, but I was also like, I'm sorry, what happened here? <laughs> like, uh, did CG strike right when this was supposed to be made? Um, a, a lot of the effects on that, that little reveal was was not the best and i feel like um yeah it, it was it was kind of sloppy and it feels like a lot of this movie was sort of thrown together and that was the most like thrown together it felt Honestly. yeah Maybe i would, I would like to know i would like to know when they filmed it i think because of strikes and stuff it has to be at least five six months ago Oh, you know? clearly. I mean, I yeah. obviously Kelsey Grammer just did the VO. Like there, no. there was no mocap. There was nothing. It, it, it looked like someone was trying to hand draw it almost, <laughs> but with three D effects. It just, it was. It, it felt like it felt like a trailer moment that they would then end up like doing better and kind of sharpening at the end. Like maybe in the DVD Blu Ray release or whatever, it's going to be nicer. I don't know. It that just so distracted me from the point that I was like, Oh, cool. Excellent. But I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did you think, Eric, when you got uh, that reveal, which uh, I did not spoil in my text to you, although, uh, you know, at a different time in my life, I definitely would have spoiled it for everyone I know. No, I never met that version of Christian. No, Black. you definitely uh, did no. not. Yeah, I got the more advanced <laughs> one. Uh, the or 616 version is much yeah. better. Uh, you know, I, I, I could, <laughs> those effects were really, yeah, those are rough. And, and I think too, it's so exciting. The possibilities of X-Men and Fantastic Four. I, I mean, we, we're, we're, you know, just eagerly waiting for these moments to happen. And I think the problem with these sort of cameos that they have here, as excited as I was to hear Kelsey Grammer's voice, Kelsey Grammer's 68. Like he's not putting that makeup on for nothing. He just got another Frasier greenlit. <laughs> oh, like right. he doesn't need he he doesn't need to spend a second in a makeup chair except to cover up what I assume is himself. Like whatever yeah. his years of hard living have done to him, you know. And, and so here, thus, we have a beast with his voice, with really piss poor CG, sub TV level <clears throat> CG, and and so. It takes this moment, which is exciting. It's similar to, you know, Patrick Stewart showing up in Doctor Strange. Like, it's exciting, but you realize it is it is a step above my Jekyll and Hyde uh, fan fictions. You know, it, it, or Jekyll, Heckle and Jekyll. He Heckle and Jekyll, come on. Now. Not Jekyll and Hyde. That, that one's not that's fiction. A, that's, <laughs> a, that's a documentary. That's me in college and now. Uh, but, but I think that's the problem is it, it takes away some of the luster because they have now also set up so many possibilities for cameos and connections. And it, it unfortunately reduces the impact by a bit, you know? So on one hand, yes, when he showed up, my son and I, my older son and I were both like geeking out on this other hand, it doesn't have that lasting excitement of, Oh, I can't wait to see that beast in a future movie. 
because you realize it might just be that moment and then that's it just like patrick stewart just like john krasinski and and again the problem marvel's now facing is you know they're sort of throwing so much crap at the wall to see what can stick they're gonna have to start making some actual choices and find themselves a through line again because that's this deep into these phases we have no great through line like we did in the previous phases so it well, speaks it, to it, kind it, of the larger problem it doesn't feel like any of it's planned it feels like it's an yeah, algorithm yeah, yeah. test like it feels like okay if they react strongly to beast then great maybe we greenlight a movie where he's an actual character and maybe we convince kelsey Grammer to get back in the makeup i don't know maybe that's the case but it didn't feel like they put the time and effort into the vfx the cg so i'm like what Am I just getting a false hope of excitement just seeing this? Like, I'm like, cool, awesome. Would be like happy to see more. But if you're not going that way, just based on my reaction, it mm. feels like clickbait. What if, yeah. what if we need, obviously we needed a doctor or a scientist for that scene, right? Sure. But what if Be what if Beast was chosen because he's the only one you didn't need an actor for, right? Maybe, Maybe because of the, the strike I mean, was going on. They're like, sure. we need to put someone in this scene we can't we can't get you know Halle Berry coming in. So oh, what CGI no. what CG no, characters cannot, can we use? Yeah. <laughs> right. So what can we do? Well, we can get a blue guy in CGI and have you know Fraser Crane voice it. I know it's Chelsea, you know, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, but I, <laughs> no, I it's Fraser like Crane. No, I mean yeah, the show's I, I, back on Paramount Plus. He's right. Fraser that's Crane. why he, he'll always be Fraser to me. I feel yeah. like that's why they chose Beast as opposed to any other character in the MCU they could have used. And I think they were like, well, what can we do with Monica Ramp? You know, binary was maybe she was available. I don't know. It just seemed like Beast is an odd choice, except they needed a doctor, I guess, for her or a scientist for this situation. And, and they, yeah, because that could have been Reed Richards in that moment. You're telling a different story, but the sure. uh, the OMG factor, as I believe they might say, having it be Beast, having it be one of the X Men, any of the X Men really, uh, is a pretty good reveal. And yep. uh, for our visual audience, I am uh, showing on mute the final trailer for the Marvels. So, uh, David, if you see the moment you were talking about, yeah, it's on it wasn't the ship. Something I know. You see Monica Rambeau sitting on the ship, and then the legs of Binary walk uh, right to left on screen. Okay, so you let me know uh, when when we see it. But yeah, it's uh, towards so the end. It, it look, it's exciting because it opens up the possibility of us actually getting the you know the x-men sooner than i think we thought and i don't just mean uh x-men 97 you know actually getting there them. it is right there right there all you right. missed it well, i'll go I'll, that's all right that's a quick look i gotta I say I'm you definitely impressed. watch trailers uh differently than i do no i'm a fan and, of binary so and, i was for those keeping that. score welcome to the geekiest moment in marvel movie talk <laughs> history yeah. oh my god a, a 40 year old character there it is it's not even close. Was that <laughs> it? Oh, no, there, yeah, it I, see, I, 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 I did see it this time. It was and, more of uh, her ass than anything. Um, oh, you know, yeah, don't be sexist. That's, that's what I noticed. I won't be. I'm just saying. I love okay, it. Look, Katie's got eyes, all right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I saw her. I saw her taint. <laughs> Whoa! No, no. Notice, by the way, from the original binary, they got rid of the '80s bikini. Uh, well, well, yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, I mean, look. So far, we, we'll see. I mean, the CG yeah, wasn't done, so they couldn't put it on. Yet, so. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. I mean, if if nothing else, I mean, there's uh, let let's let's just all come around to the idea that uh, you know, at uh, different stages in the uh, evolution of the character, 
Carol Danvers has had a number of different looks. I mean, this was when she was first, uh, you know, yep. introduced as Ms. Marvel because she Ms. Marvel. In- yeah. She existed in the pages of uh, Captain Marvel before that. She, I think she worked at the military base or Listen, something. You know, she ladies gotta let minor... their belly buttons breathe. Like, we Look, just gotta... and, yeah. And the, uh, the later costume that she had, it, which is more reminiscent to what uh, Kamala Khan wears. The, s- the uh, sash. Yeah. Shout out to Dave Cockrum for, uh, for designing that one late in her run. Uh, uh, as in her solo book, but um, and I, I look, I know how long we've gone today, okay? Those two trailers really derailed what was a tightly planned conversation, <laughs> but, but we didn't talk about the cringe moment. Well, well, I want to ask you your cringe moment, and then I have two other topics that uh, we can uh, we can touch on briefly, but yes, I did want to find out. This is the uh, the reverse of our game with Michael Shirley that we play to find the one moment in Loki that he may have enjoyed each week. What is your cringe moment in the Marvels, David Brody? Well, shout out to our our listener follower Craig Robinson who said, "Yeah, curious to see what I what I what I you know what I liked. I liked because I didn't love Ms. Marvel. Uh, the the whole planet with the singing people. I knew it. That should have been cut. Yeah." That's, it was goofy. By the way, that's one. That's one of my two points that I want to talk about. So. And that's Michael thing, Shirley's favorite moment, by the way. Yes, he hasn't seen uh, it. That yet. makes sense. It no, will be his will favorite. Be. The only thing that was redeeming about that scene is when he speaks normally, and they say you're not singing. He goes, "I'm bilingual." That yeah, was brilliant. That, that was funny. Hilarious. But the whole singing thing was like was way too long, and it was it was stupid. And that was like a blink of an to eye the, to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it felt like five minutes. It was. It was. Ugh. And then she's engaged to the guy. Look, you, the whole point was, why is Darben attacking this planet? She has a connection. She's married to the guy. They couldn't come up with something better than the singing. Somebody was like, oh, why didn't you just have the birds from like um, Bare Necessities, the bluebirds on my shoulder coming in and singing? You know, it was just terrible. Oh, just I terrible. felt like that moment wasn't actually meant for you. <laughs> I felt like that was <laughs> no, actually kidding. meant for some I, kids. Uh, oh, but, I, but, I, but I paid, Katie. My money was meant for Disney. <laughs> I still count. Oh, don't worry. They got your money. David <laughs> yeah. was a child so. back in 58. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> no problem. Um, I, I did want to ask about that sequence because to me, I thought it just added to sort of the uh, breaking down the walls around Carol as she had been portrayed to us as an audience. So I actually thought having her sing Look, whether that's Brie Larson singing or not, I actually don't care. Uh, I, I was very no curious idea. about that. Yeah. Oh, but she was I, a singer. I, I, yeah, no, I'm interested. If it's not her, it's fine. I think for the character, I think it was fun. I like that she's like, um, you know, I helped him out with a legal issue. I thought that sequence was fun and it was funny and it added to some of the other stuff. I understand where you're coming from, Mr. Brody, but uh, Katie, you said that didn't really uh, last too long for you, that it was over in a blink of an eye. I, I thought it I I knew exactly when I saw the like the spinning and dancing, I was like, they're gonna have a musical number in this and I don't <laughs> know why, but okay. And as soon as we landed and I just like heard like some music coming, I was like, Okay, I get it now. It made sense to me. It felt like just like a fun sort of like side mission quest type thing that they all had their own like costumes just ready and waiting for them to go yeah, and that fight. Was- uh, that was that that like suspended my disbelief other than like three women just traveling throughout the universe um a little bit but apart from that i was like oh yeah like that's a fun goofy like side thing it feels a 
very Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly, that kind of thing. Like a I planet made of flesh. Yeah, well, it wasn't really for me. The scene that was for me, which I think Christian is going to get into in just a second here, is maybe the Flurkins. Um, yep. That's yep. Uh, that. Uh, my daughter's still talking about the kitties. I uh, thought it was uh, a hilarious yeah. solve. That like I, that. I, 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 yeah, it was not at all what I expected. I could understand. See, if somebody told me they thought that was stupid, I'm like, I get it. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, but and it was uh, a Eric, solve. You... It was a plot point. It, like that yeah. made sense. The Singing yeah. Planet. I could understand I, where it's. I like... want to get Eric's thoughts on both the Singing Planet and, and the Flurkin. Of course, the Flurkin. The Flurkin. Flurkins. I'll start with a positive. I I also enjoyed the Flurkins. I thought the use of memory almost made me forget about the movie version of Cats. But it, none of that. that I will never fully yeah. forget that ever. Uh, but that whole sequence was cute. It was funny. It was strange. But it seemed in keeping with Miss Marvel's tone, with uh, the Marvel's tone. Right. But the singing planet, yeah. I, I don't know if I hated it quite as much as some, but it, it, it felt like this, you know, considering how many things they seemed they cut out of this movie. I was like, that's the thing they kept, you know, like it just seems like an idea that happens at like 3 a.m. and you're just trying to go home and yeah. it's like, fine, we'll do singing, whatever. Just get the, let's just go. And it's a real shame because I think the idea of what she has been doing out there in the galaxies, it could be really interesting. Like you're saying, Katie, you know, the idea of like them traveling around and sort of come across all the sort of people she's helped and heard along the way. I think that's actually a pretty cool idea for an ongoing show. But I, I think that the singing planet, it just was like two steps to the right of Goofy. And as a result, like, yeah, I couldn't wait for that scene to get over. As, <laughs> as good as Miss Marvel was. Honest, honestly, it felt like if you ever played the game Kingdom Hearts, and I know I'm reaching for the back of the stands here, but if you ever played Kingdom Hearts, and in the Kingdom Hearts 2, you get the Little Mermaid planet, you're like, oh, God, like, why? <laughs> like, we didn't need this. <laughs> no one wanted this. But I feel like for some little girls, like, you know, I think that was, like, for them. And it... it yeah. Was over what did your kid think, Christian? Like, what? <clears throat> what did your kids think of the singing? Um, my uh, m neither of them really commented on it. Uh, it. My son didn't get bored, but uh, you know, in the live action uh, Little Mermaid, there there were a couple of moments where you know there it was like enough already. You know, when they decided that the seagull needed to rap. But, uh, you know, some of it didn't it didn't all work, let's just say. But uh, it wasn't so long. Uh, you know, I think by that point, we're at the point in the movie. This is before the Flurkins. Um, and my my son was, you know, the, the popcorn bucket was dwindling. So he was able to tolerate it. My daughter didn't love it. But uh, what you know, she's about to turn six. So what she loved was definitely the the Flurkins, you know, and they they knew Goose, of course, because uh, McDonald's had the uh, the Marvel's Happy Meal line uh, way back in July or whenever this movie was supposed to come out. So they have Goose. They know Goose. I had to I had to warn her about the no. kitties, you know, so that she didn't react like Kamala did the first time, which we all <laughs> saw in the trailer, which is still funny in the movie. Um, but no, they didn't really have any thoughts. Did uh, did your boys have an issue with like, wait? I didn't know this was a singing movie. You know, I, I they didn't even talk about it. I, I think they were just sort of like, oh, paths. 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just wait it out. Um, but the, the, the Flurkins are, are, are fan favorites in this household. Yeah. And uh, I think that that was definitely the, uh, I, I got a text from you and I'm like, Eric, what are you sending me? And I'm like, okay, it's nothing that matters right now. Okay. Great. Oh, no, it matters. It matters. Not for the show. It doesn't. <laughs> also, um, I love that uh, Daniel yeah. Drew just called them flirt kittens. And I think that is brilliant. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Christian, did you see my, this is Daniel Drew. Did you see my photos of the popcorn box that I posted with my movie tweet? I did see it. And I'll see if I can find it uh, quickly enough. Uh, for anyone who saw this movie at an AMC, you noticed that uh, they have really gone out of their way to do these uh, very elaborate uh, popcorn buckets and containers and things. And uh, the one that they had for the Marvels uh, set you back a cool $40. And uh, I do have to say it looked really cool, but uh, even my son was like, well, there's, there's much better things to spend $40 on. And I was like, <laughs> yes, you're absolutely well, and, and correct. In their defense, without the popcorn, it's only thirty nine. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a the, the, look. That is a great point. Uh, yeah. I am uh, glad that you made it, and uh, I'm as I'm uh, looking for it. I'm learning just uh, how much uh, Daniel Drew has posted in the last few days because I wanted to share his tweet, and now I'm realizing that what I really needed to do was to instead just you know go to like the eamc website but uh i will share it with all of you doggone it but uh i uh want to give everybody an opportunity to uh share where they can be found and where you can continue the conversation with them uh katie where can people find you uh, you can always find me at, at L Sassy Pants, E-L-S-A-S-S-Y-P-A-N-T-S, sometimes with a Z on TikTok. If you're in L.A., I've got a show tonight down at the Pack Theater, uh, the Broadwater. And uh, come by, enjoy some good comedy and maybe a drink at the Plunge after. So, yeah, see you tonight at 8. A drink at the Plunge sounds like code for something. Is this uh, one yeah. of those places that you have to have the secret password? Oh, no, to, uh, but I yeah, wish it was. <laughs> the password yeah, is right. that they don't open until 7 p.m. <laughs> oh, that's... that's Isn't that uh, weird for a bar? Like... I feel like I'm the only one that thinks that's weird for a bar to open at 7. That just seems late. It depends. On, I guess it depends on when they... Uh... When they uh, close, and by the way, like Kemi even points out, Katie, you'll have to change your handle to. Uh, Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was the secret word. Depie. Yeah, that, yeah, that is that is actually how yeah, you. Yeah, Katie. Can, uh, D hashtag depie. 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 And I I just uh, want to show everyone, and of course we got a pop up ad as soon as I tried to share the screen. So uh, Eric Connor. I'm going to let you uh, share your uh, where people can find you in the future. Well, when, when, when I'm when I'm not person. watching Christian do his things on uh, who are these broadcasters? Uh, oh I'm my gosh, what me? It was Sassy Pants and David Brody and the Brooklyn Boys over on Instagram and Facebook at the Cat Eric <laughs> Connor. Uh, I'm floating around on Twitter. You can see me there. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, in about a month, I'm uh, doing like a moth-like storytelling thing in Burbank. So if you're local, I might have to rope you in. And uh, Katie, Christian, and I got to go see your show uh, one of these weeks. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there before it becomes 2024, <laughs> even if I have to and, drag uh, him. 
even if you have to drag me and uh, I'm, I'm not able to the, the reason I triggered the uh, the pop up by trying to zoom in on the picture. So this is what you can get for thirty nine ninety nine at AMC. It is these sort of these pods. They look like brains. They're what the Florkin hatch out of in the movie. Oh, and they're they're um, they're sealed. So you don't know which cat you get inside. It would be one of these five designs. And if you're really lucky, you get the gold cat. Daniel, I assume you did not get the uh, gold cat. And in fact, uh, I, I do believe now I'm seeing answers from Daniel that he's like, well, it's the last media tweet that, uh, that I posted. I'm like, well, I should have, I should have just been better at looking at it. I just wanted to share it with everyone. Daniel. Not that. I mean, they're they look small. probably they look like small the size of like this cup. You know, this uh, Dunkin' Donuts cup that I realized might actually be dis- uh, disappearing because of my background. Uh, it, it's it's not as big as like the big popcorn bucket that you would get. It's not the large. It's probably like medium sized, I think, is a is a fair answer for Daniel. I, I just want to tell Daniel, too, though, he is our gold flurkin and never forget oh, that. That's really nice of you. It's, that's so unlike you. Love. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, as I said, uh, Daniel did not get the gold flirt in. Uh, he, he, it does seem like he got a good one though. And uh, you look, if I were to go in there and these are marked down to uh, no, even 20, it's still too much. I want them to be 10 bucks basically. And then I can see myself, uh, you know, trying to, trying to get one of them at some point, but uh, for everybody who wants to see, so they're, they're sealed with gotcha. the plastic so you don't know which one you get oh, and, it's pretty big, uh, look at this, look that's at this little guy than I thought. Whoa. yeah yeah you got big. that little guy so uh anyway david brody where do people find you uh well, they will not there. find me online at the concession stand buying those popcorn buckets for no. my kids <laughs> nope. my my me youngest co- my youngest collects them i bought her a 40 dollar groot pail which is oh. now laying on the floor of her room it'll never be used so uh, hopefully right. she will not want these. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at David Brody on Instagram and I'm still calling it Twitter. Uh, yep. You can find me on the Brooklyn boys podcast. And the week after Thanksgiving, we're launching a companion podcast on the same channel called slice time, where, which will feature our listeners that we call slices. And uh, yeah, you'll see, but anyway, Brooklyn boys uh, <laughs> podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And now as of this week featured on the Amazon music podcast section uh, under comedy, and uh, yeah, you'll see me counting down the days till um, uh, hot stove and met signings and whatnot. So, and 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 all those uh, great things. Uh, well, uh, I of course can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And as Mr. Connor mentioned, you can find the show that I do Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Who are these broadcasters? Uh, you can find that on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. Uh, that's where you can find that. But uh, most of my other stuff you can find at the Bladcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Now, for fans of this show, Marvel Movie Talk, if uh, doing almost two hours isn't enough for you today, I will let you know we're doing another episode tomorrow. However, you may not want to watch it because I have uh, assembled uh, three people who did not enjoy the Marvels. Uh, one of them very much disliked it. Uh, I will spoil something that uh, there's one thing they all have in common. Uh, even people who didn't like the movie, 
had to concede that uh, uh, Amon Vellani is very charming and uh, Ms. Marvel uh, saved the movie in the case of one of them. That was the uh, one of them will say that that's the reason that they didn't walk out. So uh, I've thought about doing this for a while. And uh, so we're going to do uh, dissenting opinions of opposing viewpoints, I believe I'm calling it. So uh, I'm not going to try to change anyone's mind. They're not going to change my mind. I still love the movie. I had fun with it. Uh, maybe I'll see it one more time uh, while it's still in theaters. But uh, these are people who did not enjoy the movie. So they will be on this show tomorrow, Thursday, November 16th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we'll be joined by uh, Andy Smith, who has been on Marvel Movie Talk recently, and his podcast co-host, Dennis Turner who uh, I believe liked the movie the least out of everyone. And uh, my friend Christian Toto, who is a film reviewer, uh, he has his own website, Hollywood and Toto. Uh, none of them liked this movie. Uh, so I like to give people uh, the opportunity to talk about why they didn't like something. Uh, we had Michael Shirley on six episodes of our, well, actually, he only showed up for five. But five <laughs> of our six episodes, I would have had him on all six, talking about why he didn't like Loki. So... Uh, I'm interested sometimes in why people, you know, this idea that I talked about at the beginning of the show, like four years ago, that this idea that we saw the same movie, but just we were looking for something different. So uh, you will get that uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, the 16th, as I said, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And then uh, you'll get nothing from us Thanksgiving week, but then we'll be back with a special episode Friday, December 1st. Uh, at, I believe, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we'll have a return visit with our pal Kenny Johnson, the creator of the Incredible Hulk TV series. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the uh, the Prometheus episode and I believe also the episode Married because uh, we had so much fun talking to him earlier that uh, we wanted to have him back and uh, he actually meant what he said and he agreed to come back on the show. So, uh we will, that'll be our uh, next episode for those of you that don't want to hear why somebody didn't like the movie. And uh, boy, do I got to figure out when we're going to start doing uh, what if and all that other stuff. But anyway, thank you to everyone. Thank you to Katie Hampton, David Brody, Eric Connor, everyone in the chat for staying with us for this marathon episode at an hour and 52 minutes. Uh, again, I blame Madam Webb. <laughs> it's mostly her fault. There and are were minutes. many minutes, many missed minutes. Uh, but we, we were longer than the movie, by the way. Wow, that's a great point. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I can't wait to hear how much time is spent on that singing planet. <laughs> we uh, thirty-eight we, minutes. We were slowed down by talking about trailers, so I would say. On a technicality, we're not longer than this movie with the trailers. But yes, we did uh, clock in longer than the Marvels. And Daniel Drew, if you say great show, it goes up on the screen. That is all the time we have for now. We'll see some of you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. But until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.